That's me. Well, let's do another show. I figure, what the heck, you know, my kid's napping. I've got this huge bucket of apples that I need to peel and, oh, that's going to be too loud. That's quite, this check, is that too loud? Hang on, let me go listen to that and see if that's loud. Yeah, turns out that's too loud. Okay, so I'll put my apples down. It's just not going to happen for me right now. I've got a fucking shit ton of apples I've got to do something with. And uh, canning's real cool, you know, canning's real cool. I think we should have a drinking game in this show when I repeat something twice, because I do it a lot. It's really annoying, but it's one of those things that I just do. I just do it. <laughs> okay, so where do I where do I even start? I have a lot to tell you about. Um, let's talk about Max first, I guess. Max, the dog, the very expensive dog, is uh, some someone who showed up to my family because my sister bought her kid, who was eight at the time, a dog without realizing that eight-year-olds have the attention span of maybe two weeks, and then after that, they don't much care. So then the dog kind of just got left at my mom's house, which was where I was living at the time, because I'm a loser. And the dog kind of just became my dog. So I would walk it. I would um, take him to the groomer. I would do all the things that a dog owner does. And my sister kind of just backed off of Max. She just wasn't doing anything. And my niece had lost interest. And I was like, fuck. Okay, so it's my fucking dog now, basically, kind of, mostly. And a year and a half ago, he, uh, I took him to the vet. And his teeth were rotten. A lot of them were rotten. A lot of them were infected. And yada, 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 1,400-something dollars later, uh, Max had way less teeth, but was much healthier, much happier. And he's a robust, stocky, magnificent little beast of a Yorkie. He's about eight and a half pounds now. He looks fierce, total chick magnet. And um, I wanted to stay on top of his brushing. So I did brushing. And last time, I when they did the first surgery to take out all of his little front teeth and a couple molars, like he's still got enough to chew with, mind you, okay? Like, But uh, he took those all out and they wanted to take his top canines then. And she said it would just be too painful for him. It'd be too hard. So I brought him back for a checkup. She's like, wow, he's healed really well. They look really good, yada, yada. And I was like, great, super duper. And so every time I go to the vet, they check his teeth. They said, good, keep brushing. You're doing well with the brushing. And I'm very happy about that. But she said, you're going to come back in September and you're going to have to get his teeth cleaned because there's tartar starting to build up and we don't want to get, we want to keep the teeth we have. And I was like, yes, I'm all for that. So she told me about how much it was going to be. So what do you do when they go to the vet or my vet, I should say? is they have a best case scenario, which is the cheap price, and the worst possible case scenario, which is the expensive price. So I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. So I budgeted, you know, $500 for this, which I don't have, but I'll never have. So whatever, I just threw it to the side and I I noticed it was missing, you know, but uh, it's just something that has to be paid for. And you know what? To be totally honest, my sister um, did make payments on the last on the last time Max was in the dental chair. So she didn't pay for all of it, but I think she came close to paying for half, which is, I mean, more than I thought I was going to get. So I was pretty excited about that. So I schedule his appointment uh, for the cleaning and he comes home with me and he's always wise to the fact that he's in my house because whenever he's in my house, usually something terrible is going to happen to him. Because the first time I brought him to my house, the next day he went in and got all those fucking teeth removed. So this time he's just kind of sitting in my house, shaking, looking at me. 
And like he's been for sleepovers before, but not for about a month and a half, maybe two months. Because the last time he was here, he peed all over um, my kid's toy room in the basement and he pooped down there like three or four times. Which I'm, I'm just giving him the benef- benefit of the doubt that maybe he was not feeling well or whatever. Or maybe he was just lazy and it was like minus 40 and he's like, hey, you know, dude, you don't have to walk me. I'm going to take care of this. It's cold. It's fucking freezing out there. I'm eight pounds. Like, let's just, I'm just going to go down there. No one ever goes down there. It smells like nobody's been there for months. So I'm just going to redecorate. Big deal. You'll thank me later. That's what he was thinking, I'd imagine. So I went down there and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm good with having sleepovers for a good long time. So it's been a long damn time since he's been here because I was just like, you know, like fucking picking up dog shit off of my kid's like mat that has roads on it and stuff and like cleaning. Ugh, just fucking like, anyway, whatever. Let's just chalk it up to him trying to help my house smell more to his liking, a.k.a. urine and feces. And uh, so he's sitting here and he's just kind of like shaking and he's looking at me and I'm cuddling him and I'm petting him and I'm covering him in like fuzzy blankets, trying to get him to like, relax, you're at home, you're going to the vet tomorrow and you're not going to like it. And uh, so the next morning comes along and... I drive on over to the vet and there's something, it's almost as though he's had like the ride memorized because he shakes in the car a lot because he never knows where the fuck he's going. And I understand that anxiety. I, I as well have felt that anxiety. He's essentially being kidnapped and held against his will in the car, right? I mean, if brass tacks people. So I turn into the, into the, <laughs> into the parking lot of the vet and he just snaps his head around and he looks at me and he's got these little brown eyes and he just... Like, if he could talk, like, he he spoke with his eyes, and he was like, you fucking bitch. I mean, if I could if I could have taken a picture of him and then screen capped it, I, it would have said, you're a fucking bitch, traitor, cunt. That's what he would have said to me. And that's what he did say to me with his eyes. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude, you're gonna, you know what, you're just going in, you're gonna have a cleaning, you're gonna be fine, you won't even notice, it'll be great. So we get in there, I, I open the door, he looks at me, he looks inside, he sniffs. <laughs> And then he runs away from the door. And he's only eight pounds. So I was like, oh, sweetie, come on. And I picked him up and I bring him in. And then I put him down again. And he runs and he stands in front of the door, like the exit door. And he just stands there. And he looks at me and he looks at the door. And he looks at me and he looks at the door. And I'm like, come here, buddy. Come on. And he looks at me and he's like, mm-mm. Fuck you. And he sits there and he looks at the door. He doesn't move. He's just standing right by the door. He's like, I am not going in here. This is all happening against my will. I'm not going except for the fact that he's eight pounds. So I pick him up yet again and uh, we put him on the scale and they're all, all the, you know, everybody that works with animals in that place is pretty cool. They're pretty nice. They're pretty funny. And to, in my mind, I'm like, you're just going for a cleaning. Relax. It's going to be okay. You're going to have a positive experience because we want to keep the teeth he has. That's the goal, right? And whatever, four or $500, it's worth it to keep him healthy and happy and keep the little teeth that he does have left. And I was like, okay, bye, sweetie. I'll see you later. And again, the look. This time it's kind of more sad. He's looking at me more like pathetic. Like, are you, are you going to fucking leave me here with these fuckheads? And you can just hear a dog crying in the background and his little face and he's just shaking and he's like, why? Why are you doing this? And I felt like such a fucking asshole. It's akin to leaving your kid at daycare for the first time where you're just like, I'm sorry. And then I walked out and I was like, bye buddy. I'll see you later. And she's like, don't worry. He'll be fine. After you leave, we'll get him set up. Don't worry about it. He'll be fine. I was like, okay. So we get in the car and this is the day that we've decided to go bowling. 
And uh, so we get together with our playmates and we get in the car and we head over to the bowling alley. And it's kind of like in a sketchier part of town. Not that I, I don't even really know what sketchy is anymore. I like live in the suburbs, but it's in a part of town I would deem undesirable. Um, I feel like HGTV would describe it as up and coming. Uh, I wouldn't want to walk there at night. Like even I would have the potential of being raped in that area. That's how bad it is. Pretty fucking bad, right? So we roll up. It's like 12.15. The place is supposed to open at 12. We get out of the car and uh, go to go to unlock the door. And it's like, oh, okay, it's locked. And I was like, is this place like shut down? And my friend's like, no, I don't think so. And then I try the door again. It's like, no, it's not open. I was like, okay, well, I guess we'll have to find something else to do. And we go and we sit in the car and then this chick rolls up and she's like in a frantic hurry and she gets out of her car and she's like pointing at me, like at the car and she's like pointing at the bowling alley. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we'd like to bowl. Uh, okay, so we get the kids out again, which is I'm kind of thankful for because trying to find something else for them to do was just going to drive me fucking crazy because they're, they're three, right? Both of them are three. And my kid was particularly fucking annoying that day. I don't know what it was about him, but man, some days... I just think I would rather work a double shift than have to deal with a kid right now. Because, I mean, it's not his fault. Okay, it's not solely his fault. It's also my fault. And this, you know, it's going to ebb and flow. Right now he's in a stage where he wants to challenge me. And he's kind of uh, rebuffing. Is that the right word? He's kind of rejecting my authority. And I don't want to be one of those fucking parents that only parents in public because they're too lazy to do it at home because everybody knows these parents you go out you go to the children's museum and like i hate other people's parents more than i hate other people's kids except sometimes i hate both of them in tandem because they're a reflection of each other and i fucking just can't take it but i don't want to be the mom who's like drayden drayden stop punching that little boy drayden I'm going to count to three. And then she counts to fucking 15 and Drayden's like, yeah. And he's just fucking, you know, like Drayden doesn't listen because you're a cunt. Okay. You're a shitty parent and you're terrible. So I'm trying to be consistent, but that consistency, like consistently saying no about one thing and he just won't let it go. He's just like a fucking rabid dog. It wears you down after a while. Consistency wears you down. And sometimes Sarah gets home and I'm like, I need to tag out. I just... I just can't parent anymore. And we're really good about doing that for each other because it happens. You get child fatigue and you just, I don't even know what, put your head in the oven like in the olden days. I don't even have a gas stove. I'm just going to put it on fucking broil and just stick my head in there. Do the world a fucking favor. Okay. Now we're heading inside. And the weird thing is once we get in there, I look at this woman and she is a twin of a woman I used to work with. Like, Many years ago. And I'm looking at her and I was like, this is so fucking weird. Because I know it's her twin. I know it. Because I know that girl has a twin. And I'm looking at this girl and it's like, wow. Because this girl, the twin, looks like 10 or 15 years younger than her sister that I used to work with. Like, wow, that's really weird. But they have the same mannerisms, the hair, same hair flicking, the same exact voice, the same face, minus plus or minus 10 or 15 years. And uh, it's really weird. And it's funny to me because she was 15 minutes late. And I thought, okay, maybe some things do run in the family. All right, then. But uh, she's getting us set up. We get our shoes on. And she's like, oh, I'll flip the lights for you. Super, super nice and everything. And uh, we get the shoes on the kids and everything. And then I get a phone call. 
it's from the vet. So I answer the phone and I'm like, hey. And she says, uh, hey, so we, you know, I had to, pay, I paid $140 extra for, for the preliminary blood work for him, for Max, because the last time I paid for it, they found he was like low on something and it was like an enzyme. Is that even right? I don't even think that's right. But it was, he was low on some kind of vitamin or some fucking thing. I don't know. They give me pills to put on his food, whatever. And she's like, okay, hi, this is Dr. So-and-so. And, uh, I'm just calling to let you know that, uh, Max's initial blood work came out fine and... He's currently under anesthetic, and we've had a good look at his mouth. And I'm like, great. But um, but um, but um. Uh, he's yeah, he's got some teeth we need to take out. And I was like, oh, why? Well, you know, the front two canines on the top—they're just in bad shape. And I was like, fuck, they look fine to me. But am I a doctor? No. And keep in mind that my vet, she's kind of Aspergery a little bit. She's a little bit Sheldon. She just, really nice lady, but she has, like, um, not ticks, but things she does with her mouth. Like, she goes, um, well, um, it's just, she's kind of, like, super crazy smart and really nice, but I feel like there's a disconnect between, she's just a Vulcan, maybe? Maybe she doesn't feel emotion or she doesn't recognize emotion. And Listen to what I'm saying, you'll get what I'm saying. And she says, the canines need to come out. And I remember the first time around, the other doctor explaining to me what a dog's canines are like. So you got the pointy ones in the front, right? But they aren't just attached by the pointy part. Like that pointy part from the tooth, if you follow it up, it's actually like an inch or two long. Maybe in a small dog, it would be smaller, but it runs along their jawbone. So it's not like just a tooth, like you'd yank a tooth out. She's got to cut all the way up his gum and then like carve out that top part of his tooth. So that's what I'm thinking when she says the top two canines have to come out. I was like, fuck, that's going to fucking hurt him really bad. So she's telling me that. And then she's like, oh, the one on the bottom, one of the canines on the bottom needs to come out as well. And I'm like, fuck. And she's like, yeah. And financially you're looking at, well, about 1250 or so dollars. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I sit down and my friend is there with me. And she's kind of listening to this whole conversation and I'm sitting down and I'm like, put my hand in my head, my hand in my head, my head in my hands. And I was like, fuck, because I know it's not, it's not the money. Okay. It's not just the money I should say, but it's also the money, but it's also him being in pain and it makes me sad. And I also feel that I failed him because I didn't brush enough or fucking whatever. And then she tells me that one of his bottom canines needs to come out. Right. And she said, there is a possibility that I, because he's such a small dog, will break his jaw. Okay. Now, I've had about, okay. So she says that, and I'm like, okay, wow, that just went, that just went from, like, really, really shitty to, like, even twice as shittier, like, worse or even. And I'm like, okay. But she just has this real matter-of-fact Vulcan way of speaking. And I'm trying to process this and I realize I have to make a decision relatively quickly because Max is unconscious and uh, they need to do this now because it's a rather long procedure because like I said, the canines are kind of long, right? Like they go into his jaw and kind of stretch back and they're just, just the idea of someone doing that to him makes me sad. 
and uh, I'm talking to the Vulcan, and I'm like, uh, uh, because it's like there's so many things hitting me in the in the at the same time. It's like he's going to be in so much pain, and then like, where the fuck am I going to get this money from? And then I'm like, well, I'll never have money. I'm just not going to ever have money. So who fucking cares about the money? And then I think about the jaw, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, what are the chances of you breaking his jaw? Fifty fifty. Okay. All right. And what happens if you break his jaw? Well, then I'm going to essentially have to reset the bones, wire his mouth shut, and you'll have to feed him with a, like, either a syringe or an eyedropper, a slurry of food. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm like, okay, does, what, uh, that's the extent of my end of the conversation. Cause I'm just kind of like, I need a minute. Like I just need a minute. And I know she needs to get off the phone to go and do finish the surgery, but I'm just having so much trouble computing. And she said, well, the other option is for you to, uh, have a specialist remove the tooth. It's something that, um, they do all the time. And I said, okay, what does that entail? Well, it's in Minnesota. And I was like, Minnesota? I might as well have said, New York City. Like, are you fucking retarded? You think I'm going to, like, okay, I guess maybe it's it's in the realm of possibility me driving, I don't know, eight and a half hours and spending an additional four or $500 on a, spe- like, plus, oh God. Anyway, it just seemed like it's not going to happen. And I said, is it, does it need to come out right now? And she said, no, what I can do is clean it right down to the bone and get it as clean as I possibly can, but ultimately, eventually, it will need to come out. And I said, okay. She said, are you okay with me just cleaning the bottom one for now and removing the top two canines and one other tooth that doesn't look very good? And I said, yes. Okay. Great, we'll take care of that. I'll call you back in a few hours when I know more. And I was like, okay. She said, have a good day. And I was like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Have a good day. Really? Just say bye, Vulcan. Just say bye. I'm not going to have a good day. There's no good day to be had. And now I'm stuck at a fucking white trash bowling alley. Like, fuck. So then I hang up the phone and my friend, like, I, my, everyone has a friend like this. I have been this friend. So when I tell this story, and in all earnestness, I have been this friend that says you're getting ripped off. So let's, let's talk about it. Just remember that vets can charge whatever the fuck they want. It's just like the dentist. They can charge whatever they want, and there's really not much you can do about it except um, price quote around, I guess. You could call around for quotes, but he's kind of unconscious right now, and I'd kind of like to do it now, just get it done with. And I really like the way they treat him. I like the Vulcan uh, veterinarian, Mrs. Sheldon. I like her a lot because she's so Aspergery that she must be a fucking genius. And uh, we've been going to her for seven almost eight years now. So I feel confident in them and I know they take good care of animals because I really can't tell you for sure, but they just, I just get a good vibe off them. So I hang up the phone and my friend is like, oh no, what happened? And uh, I said, well, the preliminary blood work came out um, good. And she's like, you paid for that with that tone. And I was like, I'm like, yeah. She said, why would you pay for that? That's such a scam. And I didn't want to say anything because I don't want to get into a big fight. And I, I just, I'm like, that's not a scam. She's like, oh yeah, I would never pay for that. But as humans, when you go for a fucking surgery, you go for a preliminary checkup 
you get your blood drawn to make sure it's safe for them to proceed with the surgery. And yeah, it was 140 bucks, but I'd rather spend that 140 bucks knowing that he's healthy and he's going to make it through the surgery than not spend it at all. Because I mean, in the grand scheme of things, 140 bucks is nothing. Really, it's like, it's like a pair of runners for work. That's what it is. And I think it would be a really douche move not to pay that. But she's like, oh, like clutching her pearls. Oh, you paid for that? And this is the same woman who went to Canadian Tire repeatedly. Like she spent $6,000 fucking dollars at Canadian Tire to fix her car. Why would anyone take their car there? There is not one, like, I, okay, I can't confirm this for sure, but I feel like there's not a fucking licensed mechanic in that whole place. Every time I go in there, it's a bunch of prepubescent boys and they, they, they can change tires, they can do oil changes, I'm sure, but they can't do alignment. And she just kept going back there and they kept fucking up her car because they don't have the right tools to align a car properly. This is the person who's telling me I'm getting ripped off by, by getting pre-op blood work for my, my sweet little dog. So I kind of feel like, I got this feeling now, like, am I getting ripped off? Is she right? Am I being stupid? Am I getting ripped off? And I don't think they would just take the teeth out for fun right? No one likes that. They, you have to care about animals to be a vet. It's not like going to the mechanic where they're like, oh, you need a Johnson rod. Yeah. $1,200 for a Johnson rod. This is like a fucking being. It's a living being. It's like going to a doctor and having him remove your testicles just because he felt like it. Like they wouldn't just do that. I hope for money, right? No, they wouldn't. You're right. I'm being stupid. Okay. So I get a call back around 4.30 now. Oh, and by the way, Malcolm did not like bowling. He didn't want me to bowl. He didn't want my friend's kid to bowl. He didn't want to bowl. He just didn't want to bowl. The second we left that fucking bowling alley, he got in the car, we drove out of the parking lot, and he was asleep. So he had a dose of the cranks. He was super fucking cranky, and I'm like stressed out because of Max and like all this shit, and he doesn't want to fucking bowl. And you know how long it takes to bowl with two kids? Like two hours. Because they can't throw the ball, and they don't want your help, and it was just five pin, but fuck. Like, so they'd roll it, and you'd wait, and you'd wait. And you'd wait. And then they wouldn't even knock a pin down, even with the bumpers. It's like, fuck. Anyway, I'm starting to think I've got a case of the cranks that day anyway. For sure I did. So get home, yada, yada, get the call. Well, we, we found that uh, Max is a little bit cold. So we just put him in a, in a war kind of like a warming incubator. Uh, small dogs, it's quite common for them to get. And I'm like, oh, no, he's going to die. And she's like, no, he's, he's fine. He just needs to be warmed up. I'm like, is he okay? Yes. I would not let him go home if he wasn't okay. And she's like, you know, you may notice um, that aesthetically he looks different. Uh, a lot of dogs, when they get their canines out, they have a hard time keeping their tongue in their mouth. Great. Okay. Like, I'm not big on aesthetics, obviously, because, you know, I don't fucking really I wear men's clothes. I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not really the aesthetics. It's like. Oh, like, what, is that, is that going to suck for him? Like, could you imagine just sitting there and having your tongue hanging out all the time? How shitty that would be. Poor bastard. So I get to the vet's office finally. She told me to come later so they could warm him up in that little microwave or whatever the fuck thing they have. And I come and he's just, he's like fucked up. Like he is high as a fucking kite. So I, I, get, I get him and they're like, here you go. And I was like, oh, little Max. And his tongue's sticking out and he's... He's seeing fucking purple leprechauns and uh, there's elephants in tutus dancing around him. Like, you know, in cartoons where they hit something in the head with a mallet and then there's like those little birds tweeting around their heads. That's what Max was. He was like gone. He was fucking gone. 
and they said, okay, well, here you go. Um, and then we went over all the things that I need to worry about at home. And I was like, do I, do I spray his tongue? It looks dry. And she said, no, he'll, when he's feeling a little bit better, he'll put his tongue back in his own mouth. She's like, I tested him earlier. He had really good control of keeping it in. He's just really, we really dosed him just to make him more comfortable through the night. And he's, he's, he'll be okay. And I was like, okay. So we get in the car and he makes the most pitiful sounds you've ever heard. It was like, mm. it was essentially a baby crying. It's like, mm, mm, mm. And he's just looking at me and it's like his tongue's hanging out and it's all dry and he's just so sad and he's ripped out of his fucking face and he cried the entire way home. And they gave, I should mention, they gave me pills for him. He got codeine and some other kind of antibiotic. And I, I was like, he won't take these pills. I'm, has, has he taken pills before? And I said, no, he's never taken the pills. Like, I have to give him the liquid heartworm that's fucking four times more expensive because he won't eat them. He's very picky. Pretty picky for a guy with no fucking teeth, right? And uh, I asked her, I'm like, well, what, what should I, like, how do I give this to him? Oh, well, you just put it in a treat. Just hide it in a treat. What fucking treat? So they gave me samples of, like, these pill pockets, they're called. You put the pill in and smush the treat around it and give it to your dog. And I was like, okay, well, I'll try all I can do is try. So I bring him home and he can't like, he gets in the house and he's all super wobbly. And it's like his, you can just see in his eyes, his head is fucking spinning. Like he's just not, he's not there. So I carry him up upstairs and everybody's like, we all come around him and pet him and stuff. And he's still crying and eventually he falls asleep. And I'm like, well, he's going to have to pee because they chalked him full of IV fluid. So I bring him to the door. I'm like, do you want to go for a walk? And he's like, <laughs> so I carry him to the steps and then I put him down to go back and get something and he almost fell down the entire flight of steps like he was wobbly like he was he was zigzagging he would not have passed a sobriety test absolutely not so I get him put his leash on and he's standing at the stop top of the stairs outside and he just looks at me and he's like Muh. so I lifted him up carried him downstairs and he just proceeded to lay in the grass and he wouldn't move and he just laid there and eventually he got back up and he came right back up the stairs and I was like okay well that's not uh, not looking good, okay? So I snuggled him up. I slept with him downstairs. I babied him. I tried to give him the codeine pill, and he wouldn't take it. So I thought, okay, I'll just start in the morning. And the morning came around. And I watched YouTube clips on how to try to get your fucking dog to eat something. And, of course, they have a big lab on the video, and it makes it look so easy. Here's what you do. You cut up a hot dog. Something you know your dog can't resist. There's nothing Max can't resist. He fucking hates everything. He's really picky. So they sh in the video, they show the dog. They cut the fucking hot dog up. They give the dog a piece of hot dog with no pill in it. And he doesn't smell it or anything. He goes like this. The next hot dog, he cuts a hole in it, puts the pill in it. The dog eats it. And then you follow up with him. Get another hot dog with no pill in it. There. No problem. And I was like, oh, well, this looks easy. I can do this. So I get the pill pocket sample things they gave me, which is just basically a delicious smelling dog treat. Like I almost ate it. It smelled good. So I tried that and he did this <laughs> and he turned away from me. He was like, no, there's a fucking pill in there. You dumb cunt. You think I can't smell that pill? And I was like, okay, tried that. So then I get out some ground beef and I fry him up some ground beef and he kind of nibbles at it. He has a couple pieces. And then I, I put the pill in a pretty small chunk of ground beef, but small enough to hide the pill. And I give it to him and he licks it and he licks the pill and he looks at me and he's like, how, how fucking dare you? And he turns away. I was like, 
fuck, he's not going to take the antibiotics in pill form and he sure as fuck isn't taking the codeine in pill form. So I called the vet and I was like, please, can you please, is there something I can do to get a fucking liquid? He's not going to take the pills. Oh, is he giving you a hard time? I'm like, yeah, 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 it's not, it's not going well. It's not going well at all. Okay, we'll come down. So I go down there and I bring Max into the vet and he's like, oh no, nope, not happening. Fuck you. And he's glued to the front door and I don't even care at this point because I just need the prescription for the, for the liquid fucking codeine and the liquid fucking antibiotics. And I'm not going to bore you with the details of how I couldn't fucking find them because nobody carries liquid codeine because why would you? Humans just take pills because I had to go to like, I went to Walmart, I went to Safeway and I went to Shoppers. And finally I find the fucking liquid codeine and I'm not going to get into it. But there was kind of like a little, a little person but not like a midget little person, like a perfectly sized person, but just little, who was pretty awesome at one of the places. She had a good sense of humor, excellent laugh. I wonder if she's single. Should really go back there and check that out. Um, okay, great. Get Max home. And I decide to start with the antibiotic because that's the one that's essential for him to have. So I do, and it doesn't go well. Okay? Have you ever tried to shoot liquid into a dog's mouth? It's not easy. There's a learning curve there. So I started out, and he goes... <laughs> and tries to get away from me and I try to scoop him up and put him back on my lap and then he turns around and nips at my hand with his gums I guess like I don't think he had any malice in his heart but he was just like fuck off already I'm fucking sick of you and I'm sick of them and I just want to live with my rotten teeth and that's what he was trying to tell me and I was like okay fuck so I gave him a minute and then I finally get all of the well I probably got half of the antibiotic in him and then comes the codeine because I wanted to get rid of the antibiotic first because he needs that codeine is awesome great for pain relief and he comes at me and I've tricked him. I put him on my lap and I've got the codeine and I start squirting it in and he immediately starts foaming at the mouth, like frothing at the mouth. Like, like just it's oozing out of his mouth and he looked like he had fucking rabies. And I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck is that? So I keep going, I keep going. I get what little I could into his fucking tiny little mouth. And then I call the vet and I'm like, uh, he's got a lot of foam around his mouth. Like, is he dying or anything? And she's like, oh, no, that's just his saliva. Uh, it indicates he does not appreciate the taste of, of whatever it is you're trying to give him. So upon smelling it, his, his mouth just froths up to make up extra saliva to kind of get rid of the taste. And I was like, okay. Right, right, right. So I forced the fucking codeine down the first three or four days and on the, on the fourth day, or whatever fucking day, I get the syringe out. He's already had his antibiotic, and now I'm shooting for the codeine. And he just looks at me, he sniffs the air, and immediately, it's insane how fast it happened, white, gloopy foam comes out of his little mouth, and it's just hanging there. And it's like, I'm just waiting for him to move his head so that it'll land on the carpet. And I was just like, oh, fuck. So I wipe it off with my hands, and then I eat it, because I love dog saliva. It's like so good should really try it. Like really dense, foamy dog saliva. So fucking good. So good. And uh, I get the codeine in him somehow. And then we go for a walk and he barfs it all out. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm fucking done with the codeine. I'm not doing it anymore. It's obviously causing him a lot of distress. And he just threw it up all over the sidewalk. So I'm just not doing it anymore. And uh, it worked out just fine. Like I'm sure he would have appreciated the pain relief but he was just so upset and it was like really fucking irritating and it was kind of gross too and he barfed so I mean fuck whatever man whatever so I, I stopped that right there 
right then and there. But every time I get the fucking syringe out, dogs do this thing that I think is hilarious. Well, my dog does anyway. Um, he'll, I'll get the syringe out and I'll trick him because I finally found some fucking treats that he'll eat. And they're free range uh, grass fed duck morsels. Yeah, 11 bucks a bag for like a tiny little bag. Of course, of course, that's what he wants. So I found them and I use them to, uh, to bribe him to come and sit down. Because whenever he sees the syringe, he's like, mm -mm, no, 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 thank you. So he does this stupid thing that's really annoying. And I think it's a dog equivalent of trying to kick a drunk guy out of your house. Where he's like, yeah, just let me finish this beer. I'll get out of here on my own. Yeah, I'm just going to finish this drink. No, leave now. No, no, I'm just going to have this drink and finish this drink and I'll go. But it's really just like, get the fuck out. So what he, what Max does is he just looks at the syringe and then he kind of stretches for a really long time and just sits there and looks at me and he's like, uh, so I just have to go and pick him up. It's like, just, would you just fucking get over here and get it over with? Thank God. It's almost over. Anyway, I sh you know what? I could have told the story like this. I could, let me just do it. Took Max to get his teeth cleaned. Yada, yada, yada. He's three teeth lighter. Yada, yada, yada. I'm 1200 bucks lighter. Yada, yada. Yada. There. Told the whole story. Spent 33 fucking minutes on this bullshit for no reason. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. I'm really, I'm really in a funk right now over this. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm going to play some Rainbow Bright. And then when we come back, I'm going to tell you a story about my mom. That's kind of funny and kind of funny. So hang on. Nephew, did you want to record for Sandra? Sure. What do you want to talk about? Well, we were gonna talk about. Wipe your t-shirt under your boobs. Yes, because I feel gross. <laughs> Didn't you shower today? I did, but I'm still sweating. <laughs> it's really hot out. I feel disgusting. I'm recording. You are? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for telling me. You're welcome. Thanks um, for telling me. We were going to talk about... Uh, we were going to talk about your mystery creature at work. Oh, yes. The, um... The thing that is either a groundhog or badger. And if yeah, it's a groundhog... Badger-beaver-groundhog combination. I don't think it's a beaver. You would... How would you... You said it didn't... It would have no, had a flat a beaver, tail. But it might have been a groundhog that had sex with a beaver and then I made this weird thing. I don't think that happens. I really don't. If you say so. And what... So what did this thing do that pissed everybody at your work off? Well, it's eaten the rhubarb and the chives. I don't know why it would be attracted to eat a whole bunch of chives. Chives but are delicious. <laughs> I would eat a whole bunch of chives. Yeah, right. Like you'd eat fat raw groundhogs and eat all the rhubarb and even eat some of the flowers. I don't know what the hell. It was smashing the little like pen thing like the wire chicken wire they have all over the other vegetables it was trying to bend that stuff and get in there to eat what's in there holy vicious little thing yeah it is it is so lisa has been describing this creature to me that eats everything and racks everything at her work's little 
garden because her work does eco-friendly, um, fresh organic produce and stuff that they serve in the restaurant. And you've been the there's an old lady who is the lady that chases this thing or it's the lady that does comes and does the actual gardening and collects everything and then brings it in like she'll be like oh here's your fresh mint or here's all your basil and okay and what did she tell you to do if she you told me it? to throw rocks at it because it's <laughs> nasty she doesn't even know what the fuck it is and she's like just throw rocks at it it's nasty okay and me growing up in rural manitoba gave you this piece of advice if it's a groundhog throw rocks at it and if it's a badger don't because badgers look nasty. Their pictures They're are They're mean. Do not throw rocks at it if it's a badger. A badger looks like a groundhog had sex with a bat. Okay, <laughs> and that's what produced that. Only, only way it's way bigger mm. than if a groundhog yes. had sex with a bat. That's so weird. But the way you're describing how like it's flat. See, groundhogs are very round, yeah, whereas the badgers like are flat on top. Flat and wide, and it waddled very fast when it ran in front of me. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> if it's a badger, do not fuck with it. Do not throw I'm rocks not at it. I'm not going anywhere near it. Nor <laughs> okay. am I throwing rocks at it. So I didn't post the last segment we did because we recorded it, and then what happened? Um, It didn't record? It didn't record. And then we tried to record it over, but and it just it, wasn't as funny. Well, it, it sounded really forced. Yeah, it was like, man, this sounds too fake, even for Sandra. So, <laughs> yeah, it was unfortunate because it was a really good segment, and Lisa burped for everyone again. I did. We, I did. we had the wedding shower. We talked about how my mom was a dipshit. Yeah, but and kind of cunty. Uh, she didn't put Lisa's name on the well you, your name was on the invitation to the shower at the very at bottom. the very bottom in, in the smallest small lettering cuntiest font, font yeah. ever like it was just so it looked so like my name was and then she comes up to me and she's like well i checked so-and-so's invitation and that's how it's done but they're, and I'm a, straight like, but they're a straight couple you can't have two brides at a bridal shower and not put both names on it it's just stupid like the guy obviously doesn't care because he's barely going to be at the shower if he's at the shower at all. Yeah, even if it's a Jack and Jill. Guys right, they don't care. Sit in the basement and hang out with their friends. Yeah, so of course they wouldn't care if their name was on the invitation, but you care. I did. Yeah. My friends were like, WTF? Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. It's all good. Karma got me back this morning, though. What happened? Uh, you stepped in a puddle. I didn't but step in a puddle. I stepped in a lake. lake. It lake. rained a lot. Yeah, there was a big puddle outside of our side door of our condo. And <laughs> our condo has, I'm like... I'm coming down the stairs, and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> Our condo has, like, this little uh, step down. Um, to, before you get into the building, it's just, like, a concrete slab, but it's got a little box around it, so when you step into the condo, there's the gravel, and then you step down a step um, and, and open the door and go in. And uh, I was going out to get to work in the morning, and the um, the 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 little area had filled up with about a foot and a half of water, and I uh, stepped right in it because I hadn't had my coffee, and I was completely mm-hmm. exhausted and not paying attention. I didn't know what the hell happened. And I screamed a little bit. She's like screaming. I didn't scream that loud. I kind of actually roared because I think that I've like picked up this caveman like roaring 
strategy because of the dog. When the dog does something bad, I, I'm like, oh. no. Yeah, she just <laughs> well, like, she just looked. Um, like, but what yeah, did I, do? I kind of did that kind of thing as if I could tell the water not to get my nice shoes yeah, and clothes get my wet. Shoe, please. But we had a nice weekend. We got to go to Winnipeg Beach. We crashed at. Uh, we didn't my crash. And they're gonna we think we. They're gonna think we we broke something. No. We were invited out to my friend's uh, aunt's cabin, um, and it's a nice, cute little cottagey thing right close to uh, Winnipeg Beach uh, on the west side. <laughs> the west side. Yeah. Um, of the lake. Yeah. Winnipeg Beach area, and it was lovely. It was hot. But, uh... And what did I do? I drank two bottles of wine and passed out and left you with the dog. And you ended up sleeping in the Yeah, I was tired because I had worked all day. (laughs) And then we went out there and I got drunk and I was drinking at Em's parents and then, uh... Yeah, Yeah, my mom gave you a lot of booze. She did. Like, that one drink, it was just like, holy fuck, lady. Well, she's kind of an alcoholic. Little bit, little bit. How much booze is in here? It's half vodka. Did half. you try one of her freezies that she made? No, I didn't oh try one God, of the freezies. Oh my God, it tastes like pure gasoline. <laughs> my mom made She's alcoholic like, oh, freezies. Is there a bit too much alcohol in there? I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's probably just pure alcohol, and instead of putting any actual like freezy juice in it, color. it's just food coloring. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I'm gonna serve these. I was thinking of serving these at the. At the wedding during oh, cocktail no. hour, everyone's going to be so juiced <laughs> by the time yeah, well, you the can't, comes. You can't do that. You can't just bring in, like, alcohol and serve it. it you have to do it under the liquor permit. Your mom would just say it's a freeze. Uh, I don't know how the alcohol got in there. Yeah, right. And she'd probably weasel her Who's way out of it my freezies? Yeah. Hmm. Not suspicious at all. No. No, no. But invitations are slowly going out for getting it's to the almost one month point it's just a little bit six weeks yeah. five weeks five weeks five weeks at the end of this week i think yeah oh shit we're getting married we are we're not just getting married we're getting gay married <laughs> is there a difference <laughs> no there isn't but everyone you know like oh gay marriage it's not gay marriage we just want to get married fuck well People are people. It's true. So why did the dog keep you up all night? When? At the cabin. Oh, because she didn't want to sleep in the little tiny room on the floor. And I just put earplugs in and did not care. So I slept with her on the couch in the living room, which was nice because it was pretty cool out there. And you could kind of, it was a little windy, so you could hear the whoosh, whoosh of the water a little bit. It was nice. Well, I think that's our time, babe. We haven't really had anything else interesting <laughs> to talk about. So. Sorry we're so boring, Sandra. We're boring. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, if you are listening to the show and you like what you hear here, make sure that uh, you donate to the show through Podbean. Um, I suggest a donation of $2 a month, which is $24 a year, and maybe tip a dollar, and that's $25 for a year of content. You're only paying $2 a month then for all the podcasts that Sandra 
puts out and I donate once a year and um, I encourage everybody who listens to do that too because I think that's like way way more than a fair price like it's like way way more than a fair price way 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 less than a fair price and it's really easy we to do we always screw up at the end uh, we, we always do plug the thing it's like oh yeah it's cheaper than the paper <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know. One plus one is four. Right. Like, so don't yeah. take our math for it. But no. if you uh, if you can do addition or subtraction mm-hmm. or multiplication, maybe you can figure out what mm-hmm. you should donate to the show. Uh, take care. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank God for them. Right? Am I right? God, I just. Oh, thanks for the burn, Lisa. Too. I really appreciate that. I know. I know. I still love you. I don't care what you say. Fake, not fake. Phony, not phony. My love is real. It's as real as us. All right, that's it for me. I don't feel like telling that story about my mom, although it is funny. So the next show I'm on has to be funny because my mom is crazy. And uh, that alone is funny. Anyway, okay, I'm going to do my closing up stuff here. You can find me at uh, Sandra D. Sanchez on Facebook and Twitter. You can like the Change of Address Facebook page. For what, I don't know. But if you want to, go ahead. You can write something there if you want to. Uh, You can become a segment submitter if you'd like, if you aren't retarded. Are we allowed to say that word anymore? I don't know if we're allowed to. Anyway, changeofaddress69 at gmail.com if you want to. And Stitcher, you can like us on Stitcher. You can leave an iTunes review for the love of Christ. Or not to, whatever, that's cool. And uh, what else? Oh, The Tangent Lounge. The Tangent Lounge is a new podcast on this feed with Electric Gary and his friend Dory. And I think they've got a few more episodes coming up pretty soon, hopefully. And uh, those will I'll put those up as they come in and enjoy them. They're very funny. Very good. You can specify them in your iTunes review if you'd like. Let, let me know that that one's especially for them. And that's about it. And you can find them. They have a Tangent Lounge or The Tangent Lounge um, Facebook page you can join. A good way to show support like that or that way and you can find them at the tangent lounge on twitter and i think their email address is the tangent lounge at gmail.com but it also could not be so i don't know find them on twitter first and then ask for their, G- their gmail address how about that and that's about it for me i think it's been really nice talking to you i had a great time as usual um max is doing just fine i don't want you to be concerned he's going to be okay we've been cuddling on the couch together for 13 days now and tonight is his last dose of antibiotics and then he can go back to my mom's house for a little while so I can have a nap and I have yet to find his poop or pee anywhere in my house which could either mean that he hasn't or that I'm not very observant both are likely one is more plausible than the other if you know what I mean he actually almost almost barfed on the tile instead of the carpet it's a good thing he didn't move that extra three inches like all he had to do would be to turn his head and he would have barfed on the tile instead of the carpet. But actually, that barf has codeine in it, I believe. Maybe I should go and lap some of that up. There might be any, some residual. I'm just getting gross now. All right, I'm out of here.